Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. An Erios production. Menopause is coming and the men have all left town. But I'm not giving up until I see that baby crown. 39 and single. Can someone help me out? He could be bald and bearded, shorter, tall, funny, smart, love basketball. From gay, straight, black, white, tiny eyes with an underbite. I just need sperm. Spermcast. Hi, everyone. I hope you had the most fabulous week. We have a wonderful guest today, but before we get to that, I, of course, want to thank my latest Patreon subscribers. Stephanie P., Caitlin, Kaishin C., Bradley J., Cassie, and Laurel M. We are up to $698, everybody. That's $2 away from $700. I know we were so close last week, and this week we're even closer. Do you know what I could buy with $700? I I could buy a plane ticket back to New York. What do you mean New York? I thought you said you weren't going home for Christmas. Well, I don't know. Maybe. I mean, look, you're going to hear more about that in just a couple minutes. What else could I buy? I could pay for one fourth of an ERA, which is also something you're going to learn about in this episode. Or I could pay for one twentieth of the whole egg thawing, embryo making transfer. I mean, okay, now I realize this is making it sound like $700 is not a lot, but I got to tell you, $700 is so much to me because I have so many small jobs that it all adds up and it really takes the pressure off of this whole scenario and it gives me time to make this podcast. And that's the real point of Patreon to, you know, support an artist. That's me. <laughs> All right, let's start talking about something else quickly. Okay, now I also need to give you some updates, of course. Nothing too crazy except that when I left you last week, I told you I was kind of okay after getting the negative pregnancy result. But I think maybe I just hadn't processed it yet because I woke up the next morning feeling terrible. We're talking spiders crawling around in my brain, body tingling, teetering on panic attack, but I didn't have a panic attack. I went to yoga instead, and I've been feeling a bit better every day since. I think it just took a minute for reality to set in, and I had just been a bit overwhelmed by all the big decisions I needed to make, and quickly. For instance, who would be my new sperm donor? How would I survive the holidays in Los Angeles after never having missed a Christmas on the farm in New York with my family? Like ever. And was it a bad idea to only thaw half of my eggs to make embryos? I mean, if it doesn't work with the first half, I'd have to spend the exact same amount of money trying with the second half. I started doubting everything. And on top of that, my identity got stolen. I mean, what kind of a sick freak would want to be me right now? Somehow, this mofo... Mofo means mother effer, and I'm not going to say the F word right now because I used it way too much in the interview that you're about to hear, and I'm embarrassed. Anyway, this guy opens up two Verizon phone lines with my social security number and my address and buys a $1,200 iPhone 11 Pro Max. I mean, I want to 
kill him. I spent hours on the phone with Verizon, Equifax, the Federal Trade Commission. I had to file a police report. He really made time fly. And I think it's all cleared up now anyway. That brings us to Friday. Friday rolled around and I still hadn't gotten my period, but I was grateful for that because it gave me a little bit more time to think. I spoke with Dr. Chung and she said, maybe I should wait until January and then use this month to do an ERA. An ERA is an endometrial receptivity array. That's where I would do the estrogen progesterone protocol as if I were doing a transfer this month, but on the transfer day, they would instead do a biopsy of my uterine lining to see if it's receptive for implantation. Now, this could be very valuable information because my eggs, my potential embryos, are obviously very limited and precious, and it would be awful to transfer an embryo and lose it because the timing wasn't right. There's not currently a reason to believe my uterine lining isn't receptive or that we didn't transfer in the correct window, but it could help us avoid a problem with the future transfer, if there's a chance for one, which we don't know if there is or not. Anyway, here's Dr. Chung explaining it. So what the biopsy is doing is actually taking tissue from inside of the uterus. It's being sent to a genetics company where they run this um, microarray on it Mm -hmm. and basically look to see whether the uterus has made the proper genetic changes that would um, be conducive to implantation. Mm -hmm. And then they give me a report that says optimal receptivity or they might say it's pre-receptive or post-receptive and that would tell me that we need to adjust the number of days that you're on progesterone before we actually do a transfer. Okay. So the so it's who, not super important that who does who it. does the biopsy exactly. I'm asking her that question because she's not actually going to be in town on the day they'd need to do the biopsy. During the biopsy, we you know we usually measure the depth of the uterus and, and we can tell the angle and stuff like that. But that part's usually pretty straightforward. Okay. And they can write notes and say, oh, her uterus is eight centimeters. It tilts forward, and that way I have like a roadmap for the actual mm-hmm. transfer. But the most important is that that tissue gets sent to the genetics company. And I'm not looking at that myself. The company, okay. the genetics company is looking at it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. So I think that works out um, as far as long as you're comfortable with that. I think so, yeah. yeah. Okay. I mean, I, I forgot to ask you or anyone about the cost yeah. of the ERA. Okay. You can talk to the financial people about it before you leave today. And I did ask them. And it turns out it's $2,500. And when I heard that, it made me realize if I'm going to be in town for the ERA and I'm still going to get to go home for Christmas, I could still get to go home for Christmas and then do the transfer and skip the ERA. Oh my goodness, why do there have to be so many important choices? So anyway, y'all, I'm back at square one. I haven't decided what I'm going to do yet. Am I going to go home for Christmas and then come back and do the transfer? Or am I going to go home for Christmas, then come back and do the ERA, and then wait another month to thaw the eggs and make the embryos and do the transfer at the end of January? Oh, boy, oh, boy. Well, I don't know at the moment, but tune in next week and you'll find out. And if you want to know sooner, obviously, you can always subscribe to my Patreon for a dollar or two a month and find out as soon as I make my decision. Okay. Are you ready for an interview? Because I am. (laughs) Ladies and gentlemen, please give it up for my guest. She is a director, a basketball player, and you know what? She has a wonderful story about fostering to adopt. Her name is... I just go by LP. You don't have a last name. I mean, it's Palmagino, but... Ooh. (laughs) Okay, so your your name is Lauren P. LP, yeah. LP. (laughs) 
because I know you as LP from early emails that we had early, way yes. back when. Way and back then in your the internet. internet Instagram name is like LPZ. Yep. And I'm like, I don't even know her fucking name. It's LP, but your, you know your name it. is LP. You know it. Or oh. more. I mean, no, old, no, I'm down with LP. Yeah, yeah. Everyone calls you me down LP with LP, now. LP. Yeah, you you're know down me. with LPP. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, don't worry about the Palmagino of it. Well, you are responsible for my bachelor fame. Aren't you? You're responsible for your bachelor <laughs> fame. I just I just helped kick it on to some internet sites. But, I appreciate uh, that. I I love The Bachelor. I'm actually behind. Oh my god. Are you I've never not watched it in real time. I I mean I'm not I'm not like watching old ones. I just maybe missed like the last two seasons. Oh, okay. So you're not gonna like try and watch those before nah, the next season. I think it's I one of those say, things you gotta watch in real time. I think so. I've never Otherwise like you I don't said, care. You don't care, you know. Don't care. But I will say that the last season of The Bachelorette was one of the craziest, oh, best damn. seasons I've ever seen. Maybe I do want to watch Maybe it. Maybe you <laughs> should. It's like a, it's like watching a a, a, a train. Is that what they say? A car yeah. accident, a train car wreck. accident, and a train wreck. A car and a going plane into a crash. train. Uh huh. But it's beautiful. It's- and dramatic, she doesn't do anything wrong. She's smart. She turns out to be an intelligent-ish person. Or like she's not super smart on the outside, but she she's a strong woman. Right. Oh, and, gosh. And, and now I, I like do want to watch it. I like it. What's her name? Who knows? Fucked if I know. <laughs> I Bachelorette season can't remember 32. her name right now. What the fuck? Sorry, um, sorry for putting you on the spot. Why would you remember so her name? So weird. Her name's probably I remember all the Stacey. boys. Yeah, it's probably Stacy or oh my god, come on, Danielle. Ugh, it doesn't matter. Something with a oh, <laughs> she's there's a yep. Hannah B. Hannah Brown. It's definitely Hannah B. That's yeah, hilarious. It's That's perfect. Hannah Brown. Yeah, she was I... just on Dancing with the Stars and for she her. won. No. Yeah, sweet thing. Wow. Are Did you go- she get married? Are you going to watch the show? Maybe. I don't know if I should tell you. I'm not going to watch it. <laughs> okay. I don't have that time, kind of okay, time. Ready? I have a kid. I'm going to tell you. I'm going to tell all my listeners. Okay. Spoiler alert. Spoiler for all- alert. La- two seasons ago, last season. <laughs> last spring. Okay. I guess like the last season of The Bachelorette. Spoiler alert. Uh, she picks this guy, Jed. Great. And then finds out that when he started the show, he had a girlfriend. Oh, Jed. You <laughs> slime ball. So she, they're engaged, they're happy as hell, and then word starts coming out, and she dumps his fucking ass. Yeah, she does, because yeah, she's only she known him for two months anyway. That's true. Not that hard. Good for her. She is but smart. But she turned down the cutest, the smartest, sweetest, oh, dum-dum. She... He's such a dum-dum. Okay. Cam, Cam. Just Cam is fine. <laughs> I don't even think it is Cam. Cameron, yeah, yeah, Cameron, yeah, Cam, Cammy. In the after he broke up with Hannah, after she dumped him, he started dating Gigi Hadid, who I didn't know who that was, but I know exactly who that and is. All my listeners better know. <laughs> anyway, this has been fun. Honestly, I love talking about The Bachelor. <laughs> I did see a, a billboard that it's coming back. It's coming back soon. I'm not super stoked because the guy is pretty boring. It's not Cammy. No, I wish it was Cameron, but he's too cool for The Bachelor now. Like, he's that cool. <laughs> wow. Maybe he'll be on Bachelor in Paradise. No, it already happened, and he wasn't there. He was busy dating Gigi Hadid. Right. If you're dating Gigi Hadid, you've launched yeah. you're a tier above He's Bachelor. a tier above. Yep. Yeah. He's a model now. Yeah. He's a model now. He's not just reality. He's just reality <laughs> star, model, actor. Well, and, and um, influencer. And then <laughs> influencer and then, is that's in there. the top. 
Yeah. That's like A-list. But The Bachelor is such a commitment. It's like a three-hour-a-week thing. And since I have a six-year-old... Oh, my God, yeah. I don't have time to watch three hours. Which brings us to the point of this show. Oh, right. What? Look at that segue. Oh, my God. Wait, am I supposed to first tell people what you do for a living and all that stuff? You're a director. Sure, yeah. I'm a director. Just made a movie. Oh, my God. Finishing it up. So cool. It'll be on Netflix in June. What? It's called Desperados. Ugh. Watch it. <laughs> Is it a comedy? It's a comedy, yeah. Ugh. Uh, three girls go to Mexico. Who? Do I know? Nassim Pedrad. I know that name. Yep, she's used to be on SNL. Oh, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. She's really funny. Yes. Anna Camp. Yep. Sarah Burns. Uh, sounds familiar. You'll recognize her. And uh, Lamorne Morris. Mm. And a couple other fun people sprinkled in there oh my gosh i can't wait when it's does it so come fun. out june and are you are directors involved in the like editing process oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah 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 i'm yeah. still in that process we're almost done we're finishing up coloring and mm. music and all these little it's tiny so exciting now. is this what you always wanted to do it's what i've wanted to do for a long time i thought i wanted to write only um when i first came out to la in like 2005 and then through writing and being at funny or die i started directing and and realized I didn't like being a lonely writer. I liked being with people. Oh, and yeah. So it's been really fun. That's so great. Yeah. I'm so excited for Yay. you. Yay. Watch it. I, I can't hope wait for more you of that it. happens. You got anything else coming up that you're about um, to start working on or anything? Nothing I'm about to start on, um, but I'm just like reading stuff and writing some stuff and figuring out what's next after the new year. Very, very, very exciting. It's very. And we also know each other from basketball? Yes. <laughs> Another <laughs> highlight of my life. Are you still playing? I am. You're not? I'm playing. Oh. We must be in a different division. Dude, my team is now in the lowest division, and we lost the whole season, which means we're the worst team in the whole thing. Are you a pistol shrimp? Yes. Yeah. The The shrimps, you should just be getting better. It's the most famous team. And the oldest. (laughs) Yeah. They're the original team. Yeah. I mean, we. You got to get better recruiters. We started to get girls who like play in college and they're all really good and now oh. I'm not good anymore. What team are you on? We're called No New Friends. Oh yeah, No which, New Friends. You, you guys know. have always been great. Are you in the first division? Top division? What? I don't know if we're in the top or right below, but we oh. did pretty well. And then when you get to the top one, it's legit like girls doing behind the back passes and like spinning oh. around Fuck. layups and you're just like, what the? Oh my God. It's Tuesday night. Yeah, I'm we 40. need some new I'm just players. trying to... Toss around the Are ball. you 40? Yeah. <laughs> I know. I broke my leg last year. No way. Yes. Yes. It's horrible. Oh, God. It's been a year. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> um, okay, now we can talk about your six-year-old child. Okay. The light so, of my life. The light of your life. The light of my life. Who knew? Can you start from the beginning? Sure. Um, <laughs> oh, for another thing I want to say real quick is yeah. that, so a couple episodes ago, I had a guest on named Frank Cayetti. And he used to be on Mad TV. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Very okay. funny guy. Yes. He and his wife adopted or did fostering to adopt. And yep. he he went through the, that agency. And extraordinary I, Families. Extraordinary Families. And I went to their website and I saw a picture of you and oh your wife. Oh, my gosh. And we're on the website. On the website. And I was like, oh, my gosh. We're well, also on their Christmas card or come something. Come on. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Pretty cute. Yeah. Um, okay, now so you can start. my <laughs> wife and I... Decided we wanted to have kids. And we talked about all the options of sperm donation or adoption. And we just kind of landed on like, I never wanted to birth a child. I never had that Mm -hmm. 
like calling to like have a human being inside my body. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it sounds, <laughs> it feels like, like very alien and like, I don't want to do it. Yeah. Um, so no, thank you. So I always wanted to acquire a child and yeah. then, uh, my wife did want to, she did have that urge to give birth, but we were always like, who's the guy? Do we know the guy? Do we not know the guy? Mm-hmm. Why do we need to make a new like a thing and maybe there's a kid who's already needs a home and it just made more sense for us so then we looked into the adoption options and there's open adoption or closed adoption or this thing we found out through some friends that had done it foster to adopt can you remind me what those first two the difference so like open and closed i don't even think people do closed adoptions anymore that's where it's like completely anonymous like yeah nobody knows they don't tell you who the birth parents are and they don't and they like it's more secretive, so that's why I think it's not a thing. But yeah. I could be wrong. Um, but open adoption is, is like you go through an agency, you get matched. Like a, a birth mom may pick you. You set up a little profile, and it can be very expensive. So like you might be helping birth mom with medical costs or housing or anything that you feel comfortable helping her with. And then depending on where you live, it's not a guarantee that you get to keep this baby because maybe like birth mom decides right after she has the baby that she actually doesn't want to give it away. Oh. And then you spent $40,000 and it just seemed scary. <laughs> that happened to another guest of mine. Did it? Yes. Yeah. I've heard of this too. So, and I mean, it also goes very nicely and people have open adoptions right. and it's lovely. And, and then you have a relationship maybe if you want with a birth family and that's great. But this other option foster to adopt is where a child has been detained from their birth parents for one reason or another. A lot of times it's drug use uh, or like abuse or something going on depending on like how old the kid is and you can go through these services either through the department of child services which is just like through the government through the county or there's this agency called extraordinary families which at the time was called southern california foster family association yes (laughs) which was i'm glad they changed it it was a difficult acronym extraordinary families extraordinary families so nice yes so nice so uh, they, they like help you navigate this whole system because it's very complicated and there's a lot of legal stuff that goes on and it's just uh, the, the actual social workers that work for the county are like really overwhelmed and have so much to do and they can kind of get taken out of it. So it's really nice to have these uh, workers who are at the agency and they're, they're really advocating for you and, and your interests. So we go to this um, like orientation thing and they start telling you about how you have to get um, certified and that requires like background checks and home inspections and lots of paperwork and signatures and get your car inspected and lock up your knives and your medicine. And do you have to put like, um, like safety things on your drawers and stuff? Do I think if you, so, so you can basically say, this is the type of kid I would like to welcome into my home, a Uh baby, a toddler. You can say how old you want it to be. You can say what gender you want it to be, Mm -hmm. what race you can get very specific. Like I want an Asian girl who's three. And then mm-hmm. you just have to wait for one. Right, right. <laughs> so it's probably better if you're a little more casting yes. a wider net. So we said we wanted to adopt a baby, uh-huh. foster to adopt a baby. Do you specify like newborn or six month old? or You can. Or it doesn't matter. We said newborn because we wanted to do the whole mm-hmm. experience. So um, we do all the, the hours that you have to do. We get our home inspected. We do all the paperwork. How and- long does that take? 
it's kind of a you know as fast as you can do it is how long it will take it, okay you know a couple months maybe yeah i think we started to do some and then we got a little cold feet we waited a bit and then we went back in and finished it so um i don't know how long total but it's just a lot of like go to the dmv website get your driving record it's just like a checklist oh, of like 40 things that you have to do oh thank god i don't have any duis <laughs> <laughs> that might not disqualify you, like, but they just... Well, I don't. Good. Thank goodness. <laughs> so we said we wanted a newborn, any any race, any gender. And so we were... We had, like, literally not even signed the final paperwork, and we started getting phone calls. Wow. And they'll call you and say, like, hey, we have a kid that's XYZ, and you can say, okay, I'll come pick up this kid, or no, thank you. And is it so when Frank told a similar story, he said uh, he got a they got a voicemail that said you have 15 minutes to call us back. So it's like people are waiting. Like, you know, it's an emergency. There's a, a kid right. has been detained and needs somewhere to sleep that night. So yeah. it's like they're going to call you. You can't like talk about this for a few hours or get back to me tomorrow. There's a kid who needs somewhere to sleep. Yeah. So, yeah, you have 15 minutes because it's like the DCFS called the agency. The agency called you. Can you do it? If not, I'm going to call the next person on the list. Yeah. Please hurry up and decide. Yeah. So, yeah, I think. So you just said that you got multiple calls. You started getting calls right away. Does that mean that you turned some down? We turned one call down because, and they give you as much information as they had. And the first Mm -hmm. call was, I forget the details about the, the baby, but it was that they had some immediate family nearby, like grandma was around or something. Mm-hmm. So in that case, grandma may say, I'll take the kid. Right. And so it's a little bit riskier because we wanted to adopt. We you knew from the get go. Yeah, we didn't want to just foster. We wanted right. to keep the baby that we got. Yeah. So then the second call we got was we have a 12 day old African American boy, no immediate family around. <laughs> Mom has two older kids in the system. What do you think? In the system, meaning in the foster? Or, yeah, in oh, the foster system. So because mom had a has a, a track record and there was no immediate family, it seemed like, okay, this seems like a kid that would stay with us as the, with that minimal information. That's all right. you have to go on. Right. Do you know what why they detained the baby? Uh, because of drug use in yeah. mom. Aww. Yeah, which I think is really common. Yeah. Or maybe when kids are older, it's more like abuse at home. Mm. So we went and picked up the baby who was down at the Extraordinary Family's office. Oh, my gosh. Or Actually, we got there. We had to finish signing some of our certification paperwork. And then a social worker just like brings in this four and a half pound baby and is like, Fuck. here you go. Four and a half at yeah. 12 days old. Well, that makes I mean, it's, he was small. Crazy. Yeah, it was a little crazy. He was very small. And they just hand you this baby and they're like, I mean, they do this at the hospital. If you birth a baby too, they're like, right. go ahead, go home with that. Oh my God. And we were like, there's a baby. And you have a baby all of a sudden. We have a baby now. Do you have a baby shower? Uh, we had uh, what's like a Southern thing is called a sip and see. Oh. And so we had a sip and see la- what ha- what's, later. What's that name mean? I think it's like you're drinking, you're sipping on a drink oh, and you, look and at you the baby? see the baby. How cute. <laughs> yeah. Oh, a sip and see. A sip and see. I love that. Yeah, and you do it after I'm the baby's there. I think it's like because if you have a baby shower, some people think it's bad luck or something, and so you wait oh. till after the baby. You do a sip and see. <gasps> Perfect. Great. It's got, and, one. and mom can drink because she's not carrying. That's right. Yeah. Perfect. Even better. Uh, so we bring home this guy, and <laughs> this, guy. this this there's a guy in the house now. <laughs> so weird he's got a penis he's got a penis we don't know anything about it we're lesbians oh my god what is this what do we do with this aliens yeah what do i know <laughs> penis is one weird. of these since eighth grade <laughs> 
And uh, so we bring him home. We give him a bath. We snuggle him Do you fall in up. love immediately? Immediately you fall in love. Do you try? I asked Frank the same. I don't know why. I, I feel I need to sort of say that I already asked this question of somebody else because I feel like my listeners are going to be like, oh, loser, you already asked that question. Already, and you know what? I want to know. But I want to know that I, someone else Listen, everybody, that. from now on, if I repeat myself, I'm sorry. And, sue me. Yes, sue me. I'm going to ask her some of the same questions. Okay, They're all relevant. They're all relevant. And her answer might be slightly different. I don't know. I asked, Anyway, I asked Frank the same question. Yeah. Do you try and hold back some of the love? Because People, you might. I've heard this question before. Absolutely not. Because what does that baby need to be loved? So like if the baby ends up not staying with us, then what what am I like some person who like was not loving the baby enough because I was scared? Like, well, I don't think that anyone would do it intentionally. Right, right, right. But I mean, having the fear of that child being taken away. Right. And so I think you're as aware as you are at this process. Mm -hmm. You've been you've been given as much information as you know, and you have to know that there's a chance that something happens and the baby's reunited with the family. But yeah. at the time, it's like a cuddly little baby that you're feeding and loving and holding and you, you just give the baby what the baby needs. Oh and my, my wife gosh. and I were always like, look, the kid needs as much love as possible. We're the adults. We will handle yeah. whatever disappointment it is. Yeah. And it would be it would have been devastating if he didn't stay with us, of course. Oh, my God. Did he have a name when he came to you? He must have had a name. And is it yep. the same name? It's not the same name. Uh, his birth mom named him Aaron Marcus. Mm-hmm. And we kept his uh, name Aaron as his middle name. So mm-hmm. he's Jones Aaron. Um, and uh, I think... Jones Aaron LP. Jones Aaron LP. <laughs> uh, he has my wife's last name, Green. Um, uh, I think, you know, if, if you get an older kid, you're not going to change their name. But that kid yeah. was 12 days old, so... Yeah, I think he, he, w- he won't yet. remember. <laughs> and he knows that he was his birth mom gave him a uh, name to Marin Marcus. Yeah. And we're open with him about the whole process. and Yeah. So, okay, before I, I do want to know about that, um, I kind of want to know a little bit more about, I guess, the logistics. Yep. What, how, yep. how did it go? Did you, were you in contact with the birth mother? Did you have to talk? <laughs> yep. I know these questions. Uh, so... We had one visit with birth mom. Mm-hmm. I think it was the next, the following day after we got him. And then because it was mom's third kid in the system, mm-hmm. she was given some requirements of what she needed to do in order to be reunified. And she wasn't able to do those requirements. Yeah. So. Um, do you think it was for lack of wanting to or she no. just wasn't able to? Um, I think she suffers life. from addiction yeah. and she was not able to. Yeah. Not for lack of wanting. I think it's very hard when you're dealing with addiction. Yeah. We um, we met birth mom one time and she was so grateful to us for caring for her baby and mm-hmm. gave us a stuffed animal that we have in his room. And we sent exchanged some photos and sent her some pictures. And she was really sweet and just kind of maybe confused, but... She didn't need to be confused. The information was there for her, but right. yeah. she, she seemed confused. Yeah. Yeah. But like, you know, I'm ever so grateful for her for creating my son who yeah. is everything. <laughs> but so we had one visit, one visit where he visited with her and then she got, she wasn't able to do her requirements. So they weren't offering her visitation privileges. Ah. They gave her maybe like six months to do this stuff. Mm-hmm. And when we went back to court, 
uh, since she wasn't able to, then they terminate her rights. And at that point, since it was a pretty relatively quick, relatively quick. A lot of these can take 18 months or longer, depending wow. on certain things. And we had a couple of hiccups, like they had to look for birth dad. Mm-hmm. And so birth mom gave some possibilities. And so we had to wait for them to find out if wow, this was I didn't the, think the about birth dad. Yeah, birth dad is is somewhere. We're not sure where um, none of these searches came out. So, wow, no answers there. Um, and then um, maybe Frank talked about this already. Oh, fuck Frank. Frank. <laughs> Fucking Frank. Frank, did you do it? Uh, there's something called the Inca laws, which is like Don't know the um, Native American laws where if a child has any Native Native ancestry, then there's a whole other system of courts that oh. are like the indigenous people courts and they have to like be run through that system. So if you if anyone claims like, oh, I think I'm I have I belong to a tribe, then the courts are like required to go find that out. So oh, wow. birth mom raised this question of i think that there's some native ancestry and so then we had to wait for the inca laws to like go through their process so that was another delay um i think there was also an appeal on the parental rights being terminated so that delayed things for another Mm. like 60 days or something but overall it took about 13 months until we were at the, at the courthouse with the judge banging the gavel and Jones was there and we take pictures with the judge and it's so cute. And, and you're officially adopted. And we were officially, he was, well, we were all officially adopted and we <laughs> the went judge to, adopted you. The judge that adopted so us sweet all of him. And Her. Him. It was a guy. It's my dad. <laughs> um, and then we all went to IHOP and we told the IHOP people that we had to sing a happy adoption day song and they sang happy adoption day to the tune of happy birthday. And they were kind of like, awkward about it but it was great that's fun (laughs) it was really fun oh my gosh Um. ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row dreaming of something better well hello fresh is your guilt-free dream come true baby it's me geeky palmer let's wake up those taste buds with hot juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi Mm. hello fresh Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Um, and then from that day on, during that whole process, you have social workers coming to your house sometimes mm. once a week, certain ones once a month, checking on the baby, some of them from the county, some of the better ones from the extraordinary families. Mm-hmm. And we had just had like crazy experiences with our county social worker who like would just like couldn't find parking and would be like, can you bring the baby outside? I can't find a place to park. And it's like, you're supposed to come in. And they inspect the house and, and check the house. Also bring the four and a half pound baby outside. Like get out of here. How bad of a foster parent do you have to be for them to be like, no, you can't do this anymore? I wonder. I I'm scared that, I mean, I think I'm going to be a great parent. You're going to be a great parent. I think you have to be really bad. I think I hope so. I mean, I feel like if I were to adopt or foster, I I know that every time I knew somebody was coming to the house, I would be having a panic attack beforehand, racing around and, and catastrophes would be happening and um, a naked man would be coming out of my bedroom <laughs> or something. Well, some of your hobbies, you got to switch, but... Uh, <laughs> 
Yeah, us too. It's like it's like someone's coming over, so you're like cleaning, trying to clean everything, but you have a baby, so there's like oh, it's barf bibs everywhere and diapers and yeah. you're like ah. oh yeah, they have to go to the, the 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 inspector has to go to the bathroom and you're out of toilet paper yeah yeah it, i mean honestly if that's the worst thing going on at your house i think that that's fine okay yeah yeah okay yeah. and even even being getting certified the agency that we went through really like dives into your like the way you were brought up and your relationship and they want to know all kinds of stuff and mm-hmm. it's not because they're like searching for something to like disqualify you they just want to know everything so they can just like help you pass this thing it's not right. like oh you don't have a good relationship with your mom so yeah. we're not gonna let you right, it's right, like right. they want you to pass and and help you get there yeah and the people coming the agency, over you said, the you agency said? yeah mm-hmm. and the people coming over the county workers are in your house for like 10 minutes maybe yeah and they're like cool great yeah. they ask you like five questions and they leave like You're usually they, like, what but they, what about this? What do you know? Oh, this? Yeah. Do you know about the court thing? And they're like, I don't, I don't know. So any any court date that had to do with Jones's case, I one of us would go to the court date. You don't have to go, but uh. you're going to get so much more information by like being at the TPR, the parental rights hearing, mm-hmm. rather than waiting for the county worker who's like. I would know stuff before her and she'd mm. be like, well, I think we're doing uh waiting on this thing. And I'm like, nope, I was at court and here's what happened. Oh, wow. So you just have to go do all this stuff yourself. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I'll do it. Do it. <laughs> I'm, I, it's, it's been such a rewarding and cool and like full of like a heart growth experience mm. that, I'm just such a proponent for the like this foster adoption thing. Like there's so many kids who need a loving home. Yeah. And if you're someone look at your place here, Molly. Is it okay? It's so great. It's dirty. It's not dirty. It's adorable. It's a great location. Check out this bridge you guys could be strolling over every day. <laughs> um but like, yeah, you've got like a great place here. There's a kid who could be in here. Yeah. 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 It sounds really good. It is here's, really good. Here's, there's some, here's there's what some I scary want. Just things. for yeah. Uh, well, okay. I'm just saying. Just want to tell you, I have always had a really strong desire to uh, have a baby inside of me to experience pregnancy and childbirth and breastfeeding. Breastfeeding very yes. much. And my mom had five kids. I've always wanted to sort of. She's always talked about it as just a magical time. Yeah. So just deeply want to do that. But if I have a child that way, I I'll, I also want to. I think you want to do both. That would be, I would, that's ideal. I, think, I would love that. I think I don't fucking know what was going to happen what's in my gonna life. Happen, and then of course, if it doesn't work, then yes, I will do that immediately. Yes. Um, I just probably, I guess I'm afraid of the foster to adopt idea, but well, yeah, it's like, these are these situations where had Jones's birth mom done X, Y, and Z, then she would have had regular, more regular visits, mm-hmm. which can be like up to three times a week. So yeah. you're, and you have to take the kid to those. And then if she's consistently showing up to those and doing the requirements, then the county and the state are really like, well, then we should reunite these this birth family. Yeah. So, and then there's the part of you that thinks, well, I want that for them. Yeah. Well, you do start to realize, and, and hopefully it's I, because mom and dad or whoever are doing really well. Yeah. 
I've heard it that they there's sometimes a reunification and mom and dad aren't doing so well. Yeah. And, and that's that seems so heartbreaking. That would be, yeah, that would be terrible. Because there's probably some solace in like, well, at least, you know, they're reunified and they're yeah. doing great. Yeah. And I helped shepherd through this time. But if it's like, oh, my God, they went back and that's not a safe place for that kid. The most devastating. Yeah. The loss and the like fear of where the kid is. That's a lot. Yeah. But <laughs> you got to take chances. You got to take chances. And there's like these these kids, they're just kids and they have yeah. no control over this. And yeah. like, you're a nice person. Have one over. Yeah. Okay. And then there's this other part of my brain that's like, maybe I could be one of those. I could foster a bunch of kids. I thought of this too. Yeah. And it, like, I have a 10 bedroom house and there's <laughs> kids in all of the rooms. Yes, I thought of this. Um, <laughs> Also, I am, no. no, you can't. I shouldn't do that. No, do we want to do that? that sounds I don't like a know. Lot. It does sound like a lot, but doesn't the count? Don't people pay you to do that? You do get money for fostering, and you still get money once you've adopted. So there are the um, perks of that where you get a little you get bit of money for after the adoption. Yeah, so I Jones, did not know any of that. Jones gets a monthly stipend until Frank didn't tell me this. Frank, call him up. <laughs> Were those checks, Frank? Do, 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 do. How many kids did he Hello, get? Hello, Frank. <laughs> This is Frank. <laughs> Hello? It's it sounds not, nothing that's like not what Frank. he sounded nope. like. Not. Okay. Uh, um, uh, money. Money. Yeah. Money, money, money. So you get um you get a monthly stipend uh while you're fostering and afterwards uh the kid gets medical insurance till they're eighteen, which is actually really good insurance. Really? They get uh, lots of services like therapies and uh, physical therapies, speech therapy, regular mental health therapy, all kinds of access to that stuff. Um, and then depending on the college, I think, they can get like f- tuition at certain schools, wow. maybe in state. I think it depends what state you're in. And Oh, my God. Yeah. So there's some, amazing. some extra help for that stuff, which is What if cool. you decide to move to another state? You don't get Medi-Cal anymore. Do you get... Uh, what if you move to another state? I don't know. Call Frank. <laughs> <laughs> Does Frank know? Frank I don't know, know what would happen. That's a great question. I don't know. Maybe there... You know, I, I toss around the idea of moving back going? to New York all okay. the time. But, uh, yeah. All right. Well, you could also do it in New York. You uh, yeah. probably get Meta New York. Medi- <laughs> I've never heard of that. No- yeah, it's really good insurance. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody has it. Medi New York. <laughs> New York. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah, yeah. about that one. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, yeah. So, but there's that idea of, like, I just, I would love to have a bunch of toddlers around. <laughs> It's like an idea in theory. I know. I and then know. they're all like, I'm hungry. And, then and also I hate you them. and I've had a very hard life. And yep, yep. Yeah. Yeah. Trauma, dealing with some trauma and yeah. stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So Jones is six Jones is now. six, almost seven. Now I seven. remember early basketball days. I remember you guys walking around with a little, I think, a, a, a Baby Bjorn style. Probably, like, Is yeah. that when we started Bebo? Yeah, we started, he's almost seven, and I think we started b-ball like six years ago. Yeah. Yeah, he would, so, he would, he's still coming to games. So cute. Yep, Is he playing basketball? He plays uh, basketball at the park near our house. Oh They've my got gosh. a little league. He's, gonna, he's in his own <laughs> park league. Oh my God. Um, 
He's uh, he's okay. Yeah, <laughs> he's bas- at basketball. He's okay at basketball. We're improving. Yeah, he's just he just started to like try to shoot baskets. That's that's the cutest. Oh my gosh, you got to be tough on him. Oh yeah, <laughs> super tough on him. Withholding affection if you don't do well in basketball. All the all the tough stuff. Tough love. Um, hard times growing up. Talking about talking to him about being adopted. How did he? How does he come to know that? Do you just that's talk about a, it from an early early? That's age? always part of the conversation. Yeah, always open about it. Always, we're so happy we adopted you. It's not like a scary word. It's a beautiful way to have a family. Uh-huh. Um, one of the things they suggest and maybe require now is that you make a, a like a life book or an adoption book for mm-hmm. the kids. Mm-hmm. And so we have one that we just did on like iPhoto or whatever and um, talks about like how we wanted to have a baby and how we got a call. And there's like pictures from when he was being brought to us on that first day oh, and gosh. a social worker brought you to us. And like, I mean, he he knows... His birth mom had him, and yeah. we are his his moms, and I'm mama, and Melissa's mommy. Yeah, um, and we call his his birth mom. We call her his belly mom, mm-hmm. and we're all important, and and we just like tell that story so that because that is where he's from, and there's nothing to be ashamed of about. Is it. he curious about his birth mom these days? Does he want to know her? A little bit. You get a little bit of like a little one extra question every year, mm-hmm. maybe. Yeah. Um, and then maybe as he gets older, even more and more, but. We just try to answer what he's asking and not like over tell this right. too much because they don't care. Right. <laughs> They're and, like, and if it did get to the point of him wanting to like at a certain point wanting to know her, is that an option for him it, or she um, like she's far away or I mean, you know, we don't know exactly where she is. So, and that is a question he'll ask. Where is she? And the, the real answer is we don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, but she loves you. Yeah. So if he wanted to find her, I think we probably could. We have a nice relationship and we're close with his cousins from his birth family. Oh, that's nice. Uh huh. So I think, and the oldest cousin is in her tw- uh, early 20s. So mm-hmm. I think maybe they have phone numbers if we if he really wanted to find her, we probably could. Yeah. And I would support that. Yeah. If it was an appropriate age, I don't know what the appropriate age is. Yeah. But, yeah. Uh, you'll just have to cross that bridge when you. Get yeah. To yeah. It. And, yeah. and, and whatever that reaction may be mm-hmm. from her, we wouldn't know. And so you and just want him to be able to Are these questions or uh, scenarios that you could call up extraordinary families and be like, hey, we're going through this right now? Is this something For you sure. can talk to us about? Okay. Cool. I feel like. Currently, we're we're talking to them because we're getting recertified. Yes, we're we're talking about having Jones's older sibling, his older brother, move in with us. Um, so, you brought this up earlier, and yes, if, yeah, I I didn't even need to say that because you transitioned into it so well. Yeah, I had to make it weird. Just stalled it out. <laughs> <laughs> but I do. I have a question. Did you earlier you said um, that he had come up for adoption? Well, he's or? been in foster care, and so his social worker, um, he has a new social worker, so she's a little bit. I don't know how to diplomatically say that she's more on top of the ball than the one who oh. retired. Mm. Um, and since his brother is ten years old and he's in a foster home, they're like, let's get him in an adoptive home. Yeah. And so they found us, and we're really open to that idea. Oh my goodness, so cool! I love this idea so yeah. much. So we're back at extraordinary families trying to get recertified, 
And I was just going to say that people we're talking to there, I, I think one of them really did study to be a therapist, but it really is like talking to a therapist because yeah. you're going through so much emotionally and they've seen so much. So they have sort of that learning curve of like, well, this I've seen this happen and this generally happens with this age or this is how we generally talk about this thing. And so just their experience is so helpful because coming at it from like, I don't know what's going to happen. And yeah, I have what's no the right idea. thing to do? Yeah. yeah, I've never seen this before. I don't know what to expect. Yeah. It's fully out of my control. So I feel crazy. Yeah. Um, and then you call them and they're yeah. like, well, this is what usually happens. And then you feel so much better. Yeah. So yeah, but even if we weren't going through the process again, Absolutely. And I think we have called them in the past and said, yeah, this is going on. What do you think about this? Or yeah. can we try to do something about this? And they actually have a holiday party every year that we go to. Aww. And it's like some people have been there the whole time. So they know us through our whole thing. And some people are you new. You probably and- run into Frank over there. It's <laughs> Hey, Frank, can we find out if Frank's gonna be at that holiday party? Let me give him a ring. I, I would recognize Frank. I'll roll. I'll roll right up to him. You got to. Molly said he didn't sat talk right about where you're those sitting. He sat right in that chair. Frank's out here. <laughs> Holy shit! Yeah, yeah. Curse on this show. Can I say shit? Oh my god! Please. <laughs> the more the merrier. Right. So the older brother's ten, and may have probably had a lot of trauma in his life now. Been through a lot, yeah. Did he spend, do you know? No, we're not going to get into deets about him. We aren't going to get into deets about him, but he's a great dude. You've met him. Yes. We've met him, we spent some time, and usually with an older kid, that's how it goes. It's not like, hey, we have an idea, you move into this house today. Mm -hmm. It's like, hey, meet these people, Mm -hmm. and what do you think about this idea? And sort of a a more gradual process, because that's a... it's not a baby. That's a kid who has some routines and patterns and friends. and Yeah. And how does he like you guys? I think he likes us. You do? Yeah. How cute. Yeah. Now, what do you... How We're likable. What do you mean by that? <laughs> well, you never... I mean, he's maybe... I don't know what kind of people he's been with, foster yep, care-wise. Yeah. That's and, the fear and that he wouldn't like Who us. knows? <laughs> You're white ladies. He's, yep. I'm assuming, yes, at least my half son is black. black and my uh, and, and his brother is also black, yep. Which is a big part of foster adoption. It's called transracial adoptions. Right. I don't know what race Frank's kids are. Kid, kids. Uh, African-American. Oh, great. So I actually should talk to Frank and just get our kids together. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, uh, you guys should. Yes. Oh, my God. Frank is so fun. I love him. <laughs> I know we're giving him a lot of shit, but he sounds great. <laughs> He's so wonderful. Um, and his but, son, I think, is about three three now. Adorable. Three yeah. is so fun. Maybe four or five, actually. All really fun I can't ages. Remember. Six is fun. Yeah. They're all fun. Um, but that's a big part of foster adoption is transracial families. You have a lot of mm-hmm. minority kids and white parents and uh, even vice versa as well. But when you're doing it, you have to really consider like, the culture of the kid that's coming to your house. And we don't, we don't want Jones to feel a lack of black people in his life. So we're looking for those places where we can make sure that he's seeing black role models and black people doing different things and making sure that he's just not by himself. Yeah. Yeah. I thought I just heard a dog crying and I got nervous. Do you have a dog? No, I just got nervous that there was like a dog in a trap somewhere. Oh, like in a bear trap. 
but you're but you're but you're seeking black role models yes 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 family yeah um, tv shows books you have to do everything there's a great tv show on netflix called motown magic which ooh. is for kids and it's really awesome okay and it's all motown songs because Smokey robinson does it yeah anyway That's, that sounds really fun tangent yeah i'll watch it it's great music you'd love it do you think that you're that jones is um uh, i don't know does he feel different and 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 stuff at school um he goes to a pretty diverse school yeah He's, we're in la we're in it's la a dumb question it's not a dumb question mm-hmm. but it, i mean if maybe if i send him to a private school or something he might feel different but he will notice like that he has brown skin and if he sees someone else like oh that boy has brown skin he lays like perks up about it it's right nice yeah and also about having two two gay moms. Two gay moms. I forget, what was I telling him the other? Oh, we were talking about pre- the president. Oh, mm-hmm. and he knows that the president. I don't think is a very nice man. No. <laughs> and uh, he asked me why. Why isn't he nice? Oh, actually, we were talking about the vice president. Oh, specifically, yes. the vice president is not nice to gay people. Yeah. And so I told that to my son, and I said he thinks like gay people like me and mommy where it's two girls or two boys that they shouldn't be treated the same and he was like what yeah what are you talking about (laughs) even when you get a book about martin luther king or something and you're like black people were treated differently he's like what (laughs) it's crazy what we've done to people over the centuries yeah it's so stupid. I mean, we're horrifying. all just human beings. Horrifying. How did we get off in this direction? I don't know. Generational trauma. Because back in the beginning, I wonder if back in the beginning it was all just cool and everybody was just, you know, yeah. Who was the first asshole? <laughs> what? Who was the first asshole? Yeah, and then somehow an asshole took over yeah. and spread hate. Yeah. I think it was all just love just in the beginning. Gender fluid cave people. <laughs> They didn't even have fun. like clothes, right? They, they didn't, didn't have know. clothes. Yeah, boobs were out probably. All the penises, penises, vaggies, vaggies. Everybody's just who they are. Yeah. Oh, let's go back to the cave people. Yeah. <laughs> More fun back then. Oh. Simpler times. Yeah, simpler. <laughs> so, what's the process going to look like now? Um, trying to fo- uh, foster to adopt the older um, sibling. Well, and this will be a different process because the older sibling has been in the system for longer. So Mm -hmm. depending, and we don't really even have all the information yet, but depending how far he's been through things like termination of parental rights, has that happened? Mm -hmm. So you would still, we would need to make sure all those check marks have happened. And then if, if they have, then we would be a little bit farther in line to adopt him. And especially because we have his younger brother, that's why they contacted us. Yeah. I think we're considered non-related family members or something. So the process will just be kind of gradual. We'll talk to him about what's going on and get to know him. And and then depending on how much through the courts he's been, then that's how fast it'll be. And you have to get your recertification. But we're that could recertified. be done in we're a week We're hoping that'll be done and, you know, it's almost the holidays. So we got some things to do. But so maybe by January we'd be certified. And then that would mean our house is able then he would be able to move in with us okay and does and he's part of that decision as well as i think technically child? you have to be 12 okay. to be actually make a decision mm-hmm. um but you have a voice in these things yeah. when you're an older yeah. kid yeah would he have his own room or share with we're figuring that out we do have room for your own room but it's like 
Maybe you want to be in the same room. My son says to me every night, like, I want to sleep in your room. Like, why do you guys get to, I have to sleep alone and you guys get to sleep together? Oh, yeah, that makes sense. And I'm like, that's such a good point. (laughs) Why do you have, you, the little guy. Yeah. It makes sense that you would want to be. Of course you have nightmares. Protected. (laughs) Yeah. He wants to be right in the middle. Yeah. So every night it's like, all right, fall asleep in your bed. And then at like 1.30 in the morning, I hear a little shuffle of feet. Oh, how cute. And he'll carry like a couple of stuffed animals with him and just climb in. Oh, my goodness. That's the cutest. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. So (laughs) I wonder if uh, maybe people like to share rooms. I don't know. Yeah. It's up for discussion. Yeah. It's all, we're all like... At our house, it's all like talking and through the things and like, I, I don't know, I didn't do this when I was a kid, but like, this is a feeling you're having and yeah. like, here's how to deal with that. I love that. So good. I just yeah. learned how to do it like a couple years ago. So it's really good for Oh my Jones. gosh. It's perfect. Yeah. You're, you, you know, all the little I steps. learned like at the same time, I was like, oh, he's three going through it. And so am I. What is this feeling? Yeah. <laughs> oh, we just name them and process. I get it now. It's, it's good so to great. know. Did you hear that noise? Sounded like a dog. Or a bird? Yeah, it's probably a bird. <laughs> dog, nor a dog and a bear. Do track. you want a dog? Maybe you should get a dog. No, my dog passed away a year and a half ago. It was Aww. pretty awful. I'm so sorry. Oh, I'm really good at derailing things. No, that's a tangent. That's why you have an edit. You have an edit. Edit this what whole. The fuck edit this whole bird, bird, bird. Dog parts going right out of here. Throw in the trash. Anyway, I don't remember where we were, and I feel like we were wrapping up. So how we do were we- getting there? You know, it's a process. <laughs> we're gonna be gradual, and yes, and who knows? You know, oh, yeah, maybe just, eventually I'll going- work my way up to having ten kids in the house and, yeah. and be that. Oh, I know what I was gonna ask. Um, there's another old, older sibling. Do you know where he is or she uh, is? Uh, it's, uh, she is she. Um, she is also in a foster home mm-hmm. in uh, out, of, out of LA here. Um, and we've visited with her a couple times mm-hmm. and we don't totally know a lot of details about her situation, but trying to keep in touch and like maintain their relationship. Yeah. Just really, I think it's just really good and not just me. Has Jones thinking. met the, them? Yeah, yeah. Oh, cool. Yeah. That's great. It's so good for them to know each other and have each other and. Oh, I love that. Yeah. It's, it's so great. so important. I think, I mean, I have two sisters and it's like. No, yeah. no one else knows what you've been through, like your siblings, you know? Yeah. Yeah. It's a bird. It's a bird. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you, Lauren. I mean, LP. Yes. What a, what a, what a pleasure. I love talking about my son. Oh my gosh. I hope I get to see your son sometime soon. It's I hope I get to meet Frank. <laughs> I hope you do too. All right. Frank, really give us fun. a call. Frank, look, if you're listening, please call LP. I don't know her number, but um, just call Extraordinary Families and get her They'll number from them. Us. <laughs> Thank you, Molly. Thanks, LP. Good luck with your... Thank you. <laughs> so <laughs> over it. Thank you. So over it. We'll see what happens. As with everything. I don't know what's We'll next. see what happens. More will be revealed. More will be revealed. And as my guest last week said, more adventure awaits. Ah, that's nice. Yeah. I I liked it. I liked it a lot. More adventure awaits. Cheers to that. Cheers. (laughs) Oh, hello. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Spermcast. I'm going to make this ending quick because I am slammed right now. There's so much to do. Okay, well, you know the drill. Patreon. Patreon.com forward slash Spermcast. You can have access to all kinds of fun stuff. 
And then, of course, there's iTunes. Gosh, I'd sure love it if you could subscribe, rate, and review. I got some new reviews last week. So cool, you guys. If you want to email me, hit me up at spermcast at gmail.com. If you want to leave a message or text me, you can do it at 323-741-1818. you want to slide up into my DMs, find me on Instagram or Twitter or Facebook at spermcast. Wait, did I officially thank Lauren? Lauren, thank you. I mean, LP. God, why can't I remember? <laughs> LP, thank you so much for doing this interview with me. I just love these stories of fostering and adoption, and I hope to hear a lot more of them. Oh, I have a question. If anybody out there has um, frozen your eggs and then used them to make a baby down the road, please let me know because, one, maybe you could be a guest, but two, I really would love to talk to somebody who's been through that before, and I I haven't. Anyway, last thing, there's that other way you can help support the podcast, and I forgot, I keep forgetting about it. I On my website, spermcastpod.com, click on support or go to spermcastpod.com forward slash support, and then you can do all your Amazon shopping through the link on that page. Every time you click on that link and you do your shopping through Amazon, I get a small commission for driving traffic to their thing. I don't know if I'm legally even allowed to say this, okay? But that's a thing that happens and that some people take advantage of, and why not? us (laughs) anyway what i'm saying is gonna do your shopping on amazon use the link on my website that's all i'm saying okay cool spermcastpod.com forward slash support all right i'm done this is a weird way to end it but i gotta go i love you so much goodbye he could be bald and bearded shorter or tall funny smart love basketball gay straight black white tiny ass with an underbite i just need sperm Powered by ACAST. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello? Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started.